I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. It looks very much as if I've got to get my back back in whack. At least that's according to Dr. D, the chiropractor. Dr. D says, evidently, I have not been straight with you sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room. In fact, Dr. D claims I have been tilting to the right for some time, not politically, personally. He also says I'm heavier on the right side than the left by a lot. And one leg is longer than the other. And that's weird. To understand what happened next, I think it would help if you try to remember that old song about the ankle bone is connected to the hip bone, you know, and it goes all the way up your body to your head bone. Also, try to remember the skiing video about the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Because those two ideas explain what happened when my feet hit the floor getting out of bed this morning. I got out of bed and my feet bounced up around my neck and the mouth bone, part of my head bone, popped wide open and made a very loud noise, which expressed quite clearly in words of four letters, the agony of defeat. Let me tell you, it was clearly Dr. D, the chiropractor time. So when I got to his office, he said, well, Dick, we're going to need some x-rays. And his nurse flattened my back against the wall, which hurt so much it made the toes on defeat curl up around my knees, and she aimed the machine at some part of my chest that he says has this long Latin name. And as Dr. D was unwinding a very long electric cord with a big red button at the end, he said, now take a deep breath and hold it. Then he and his nurse ran down the hall together to a handily positioned lead-lined closet. I don't know what they were doing in there, but one of them must have bumped against the red button because the x-ray machine went click. The neon lights flicked. A mosquito that was buzzing across the room crashed, and something that sounded strangely like ka-ching came from the billing office. Long story short, the doctor said the x-rays proved that I have got to get my back back in whack. I got me to thinking exactly what the heck is whack. See, I always thought a whack was a smack that you gave somebody who was giving you a hard time. And if you remember on the Sopranos TV show, a funeral follows soon after you whack somebody. And when you're in an airplane, the pilot always takes a whack at trying to land the thing in one piece, you know? And my personal opinion of a prominent politician is that he is a complete whack attack. I sincerely hope Dr. D selects the the proper kind of whack for my back. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's got your life out of whack out the other ear, and you can go grab a grin. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that caterpillars have 4,000 muscles, and the average human has only 640. So I guess if you go to a gym and work out like crazy, grow more muscles, hey, you might turn into a caterpillar. 
If the answer is booby traps, what is the question? If the answer is booby traps, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. Other smart guys in their white lab coats tell us that most people can guess somebody's sex just by smelling his or her breath. Now, it seems to me that if you're standing that close to somebody, there ought to be better ways of making that determination, don't you think? Now, you may have a hard time believing this. <laughs> I'm having a hard time believing it. But supposedly, it's true. Supposedly, the country with the highest consumption of prune juice is Iran. The place where they drink most prune juice is Iran. <laughs> you think maybe that's where the country got its name? Really, that's what it says. Okay, if the answer is booby traps, the question is, what is Dolly Parton's CB handle? Booby traps. That's true, too, by the way. She is such a funny and talented lady. My lady wonder wench and I saw her shortly after Janet Jackson's famous wardrobe malfunction. And when she walked out on stage, the first thing she said was, don't worry, there can't be a wardrobe malfunction with me because it would wipe out the first three rows in the audience. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. You are completely in whack. Dick's details. They take your mind off your mind. Hey, a little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, or the spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com, please tell a couple of friends, because your friends might like them too, and you'll be doing me a favor. So thanks. An out-of-whack back attack. Pretty common thing as the years pile up. Lots of times, love affairs also get pretty far out of whack as time goes by too. But sometimes... If you get lucky, things stay lined up very nicely. You're sitting on the bed in an old nightshirt, kind of smiling. You're barefoot. Your hair has that bird's nest look that sometimes happens to people who have kids, a job, a husband, and a home to look after. He's late tonight. He works for a computer company since the downsizing he's been doing two people's jobs. You've been married for 15 years. It's hard to believe. Even you didn't think it would last. You didn't really love him that much when you got married. You were pregnant. And you're pretty sure the baby's father is the man standing next to your husband in the wedding picture on the wall, his best man. You were a little wild in those days. You thought it was exciting to spend the night with your husband's best friend just before the wedding. You're pretty sure now that your husband knew all along that your oldest son was probably not physically his. But it never seemed to matter to him at all. He is in every way the boy's father, and he is in every way your husband. You've become very proud of him and what you have together. His best friend is single again. He's been through two marriages now. He's a cheater, an alcoholic, and a wife-beater. You've never told him or anyone else that he was probably your son's father. And every time you see him, you think about what a narrow escape you had from that kind of life. Your husband is a very quiet guy. Steady. Dependable. Some of your friends call him Mr. Dull. 
but he comes home to you at night because he wants to. He keeps fresh flowers on the dining room table. And sometimes he still asks you how he ever got so lucky that you would marry him. The electricity that snaps from your brush as you fix your hair can't compare to the electricity that you feel inside as you slowly slip out of that old nightshirt and into your sheer black teddy. You're going to see to it that your own very special Mr. Dull becomes Mr. Lucky again just as soon as he walks through that door. absolutely beautiful when she does and she always tells the ladies at the needlepoint shop how proud she is of him and he always brings her flowers you should see her eyes shine when she opens them is called The Aging Wild Child. It's from my Night Connections Spoken Word CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Night Connections icon on the homepage. I know that part of the reason my back is out of whack is that there is something missing here in my living room. See, there are supposed to be two handprints in the carpet right in front of this big, manly, black leather papa chair I'm sitting in. Because that is where I used to do my push-ups every day. Don't do them anymore. See, the carpet is very soft because I like to walk around the house in my bare feet. And when you have a soft carpet like that, you leave footprints on it. So when you do push-ups on the carpet, you leave handprints. It looks a little weird, so my lady wonder wench always smooths out my handprints when we have company. She says people think we're kinky enough without that. I used to challenge guys to one-arm push-up contest. I, I could always count on doing at least 30 of them, you know, but all of a sudden, this is true, something really drastic happened literally overnight, and I have absolutely no answer for how or why it happened. And I found out about it in kind of an embarrassing way. It was a little while ago when our next-door neighbor Bernadette and her little daughter Emily were visiting. Emily was doing cartwheels on the carpet, and I said, Hey, Emmy, you want to see some one-arm push-ups? And she said, Sure. So I got down on Mr. Floor, and I pushed, and nothing happened. Mr. Floor just laid there. He didn't budge. So I pushed again. Again. Mr. Floor completely ignored me. And Bernadette and Emily and my lady wonder wench were all standing there with their hands on their hips, rolling their eyes out loud and looking down at me like, what the heck are you doing down there on the floor? And I must admit, I haven't left the handprint on the carpet ever since. I've always done push-ups. 
I used to do 130 push-ups at a time. My dad and I did push-ups, sometimes together when I was a kid. (laughs) We had to to offset the effects of my mom's cooking, a sample of which, when fed to Canadian rats in a lab, stopped their hearts within 24 hours. (laughs) She was a wonderful mother and a great wife, but her cooking was all out of whack, let me tell you, just like my back. Who knows? Maybe Dr. D, the chiropractor, will be able to re-whack my back. You know, he says that might even help fix the agony of defeat, which I think would be very good. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.